you're doing now. So the transition that kind of uh, at the club, when you get to a certain point, you know, some kids will get a professional contract, some kids will get loaned out, some will go to other clubs, but the club itself will help you find an exit route. That's what they call an exit route. Um, mm. They have the PFA, PFA, which is a professional football association, will help kids that between 16, 17, up to 2022 mm. to find clubs, whether it's in the UK or whether it's abroad and so on. So what happened is you go into, you know, you go speak to them and so on and so on, right? And then I got linked to um, a coach that actually used to work in the UK that knew one of my coaches. And he was in Belgium at the time. Okay. And he was the under-21s manager at um, FC Liège in, okay. in Belgium, yeah. which is uh, the standard Liège. And then, so like the standard Liège is FC Liège. And then there's um, Racing Liège. They're all the same club, but the teams can't move up. So it's okay. just a development thing. So the first team is there, then you have a reserve, yeah. and then you have like under 18s will play in the men's league just to develop. We don't do that in this country, but they do that in Spain, you yeah. know, like A team, B team, so on and so on. So just to give a little bit of context for guys that, you know, are listening and just, you know, trying to understand how the, stru- the football structure mm-hmm. works. So anyway, he gets me um, um, a trial at the club. They sign me at uh, FC Liège. Yeah. And, you know, I know the coach is an English guy. And I spent pretty much like a, a year and a half there, you know. Mm-hmm. By this point, I'm still playing in under 19s, under 21s, whatever. But I was a pro. I was a full-time pro. Yeah. So I'm earning money for the first time. Wow. And I'm earning real money. Yeah, yeah. Ha! I'm earning <laughs> real money. So this time, you're... Tank from yeah, yeah, yeah. You're earning money. Education you know what I mean? So UK education. And now you're up here. Yeah, <laughs> so it's crazy. So you, you get paid. You try to spend all the money. You're like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go buy all the trainers. Yeah. When you might have telling me I went to Foot Locker and I bought every single night trade on the shelf. Oh, I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. Yeah. You know, because I didn't know any different. Yeah. So that's what I thought was being cool. Yeah. You should have listened to World Finance. You should have listened yeah, to yeah, World yeah, Finance. Yeah, yeah, I should have, but I didn't know anything. <laughs> so, I mean, podcast wasn't even around. Yeah, yeah, podcast wasn't around. So listen, I went in there and spent like a grand and a half wow, or euro, yeah. a, 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 one thousand eight hundred euros. Yeah. I bought every trainer yeah. that I ever liked, and I walked out there with so many. I put them in the car, and and they're all sitting there treating them like these things were gold. I yeah. put them in the room, lie yeah. them down, whatever, whatever. And then at this point, the next month's coming. I'm getting the same amount, yeah. and like my head is spinning at this yeah. time. I'm like ah. So I thought, you know, what do I do? Do I tell my family? Do I keep it on the low? Whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? But anyway, eventually, do tell my family and so on and so on. But again. Made loads of financial mistakes, by the way. Mm. But I bought everything in cash and anything that looked good, I bought it and so I can just kind of fit in mm. because I never had. Mm. And because I never had, never seen any resource like that. Mm. I, everything that came in, I was blowing it. Mm. Blowing it. Mm. Literally blowing it. Nice car, cost 12 grand, save mm. up, boom, go buy it, boom. Mm. That was it. I didn't care. Like, the money didn't really have value to me. Yeah. But the other thing is, I always so split in half, gave some to my mom, whatever, because mm. my brothers and sisters at home, whatever. And that made a big difference in like the quality of life. So that helps. Yeah, yeah. And it's so, and it's one of those things where like you feel as if the money's just gonna come in again anyway. Yeah, so yeah. you can oh, spend you think it. it's endless. Yeah. You think yeah. this is gonna keep coming forever, forever. So obviously yeah. the season goes, and then they, you know, then the manager says, Listen, man, I'm you know, they told me I'm gonna get sacked in it. Mm. And he's like, Well, I'm I'm being offered a job in Mexico in Mont- a club called Monterey. I'm gonna take down the 23s there. And also I've been offered um, a job in Beijing. So based on where I go, you know, would you be kind of interested in, okay. you know, potentially coming over, yeah. you know, because and be part of his squad. And this time I'm still quite young. It's like 19, 20, mm. whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. All right. So he gets the job in Monterey and then I moved to Mexico. Wow. I, they, they gave me like a week. I was like, listen, I'm out, man. Boom. 
my year and a half was done, moved to Mexico, Monterrey, yeah. and spent the next like year and a half there playing wow. for him. Jacks, man, this guy, he's, this is why we call him international. Yeah. And he's international. Of the country. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So again, it's just, you know. Wait, but, you, you, you said in a week, you got basically a week notice. You just yeah, said. It was like oh. a week or two. And he said, I'm moving. So and I said, you said, okay. take your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm taking. So I was like, wow. and the thing is, you know, I'm, I was, even as a child, I was always taught, make sure you have everything in two suitcases and yeah. hand luggage for you to go. <laughs> yeah. So like, I never, I never, and wow. that's how I always lived. Yeah, 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 but yeah. some of the guys that were, they were struggling. They had to yeah. sell <laughs> yeah. whatever. Mine was just a fully furnished apartment. Everything ready. was ready. ready. I put my, all those shoes that I bought, I put them in the bags, bro. <laughs> I put the shoes in the bags. <laughs> I put my clothes in the bags, got in the plane, and then I left. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to touch on it. So, you're, so you go to Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Obviously, here at Walk Finance, you know, we obviously, in our outs of the podcast, we do a lot of work with young people. Absolutely. Um, supporting yeah, yeah. them in schools or wherever they are yeah. around personal finance and uh, financial education. You mentioned you was getting all of this money and stuff and you was kind of just spending what, one thing, we'll touch on one thing maybe yeah. do you think you would have benefited from learning about personal finance back then or was it you know what you've never had it you've got quite a lot of money and you just wanted to enjoy life you know, no, listen you know, i never had it so when yeah. i saw yeah. listen when i saw <laughs> when i saw when my balance was over 500 pounds i was used to just it's five pound you can't take out the cash machine you got you got oh you my god i i blew the money and <laughs> I, I was so happy doing it <laughs> I did you know, not care. I was so happy Jax, doing that. I don't know about you, but normally, whenever I hear stuff like that, it's like, you know what, you could have done this or this. No, but no. for you, I, I was gonna happy. Like, after hearing your story, I was happy. Listen, yeah. I was, I was buying, <laughs> buying food that I never even oh, I used boy. to dream of. <laughs> listen, if you came to my house, my, my, listen, my kitchen looked like a Michelin star. There yeah. was food, in, the food would go off. Wow. Oh, my because goodness. it's just, I attached success to yeah. To certain food, certain yeah, yeah, clothes, yeah, 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 and that's yeah. all I knew. And yeah, nobody yeah, else that I knew had ever seen that, wow. except for guys that were in my environment. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I enjoyed it. I spent it. I destroyed the money. <laughs> I have no regret. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what? I do have something something to say about that. And I think yeah. there, there there definitely has to be a level of empathy for yeah. for people yeah. from our background yeah. who, yeah. when we do see money, we spend it. Because the truth of the matter is. We, like that like tank said we haven't seen it before yeah right so when you do see it you want to enjoy it because you yeah. know you've missed out for many many years yeah absolutely. right so you know whilst of course at world finance we encourage young people yeah. to to budget to save a bit of their money <laughs> yeah. and that kind of stuff we do have empathy we, we yeah, really yeah. do understand what it's like to not have it i've, I've yeah. made some of the same mistakes as well yeah, yeah. i remember when i first bought my car i couldn't believe that i was buying a, 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 an audi a5 all white oh, yeah, I, we'll I, I drove everywhere i drove everywhere even if someone asked me to come to the main road i'll get my car <laughs> Jackie was purposely asking me for, could I just come up so you can watch Yeah, exactly. The thing is, that's a great feeling though, isn't it? It Sitting in that car, it's just like, it's a sense of achievement because you're not in a place, now now you're in a place where you can actually have something that you're Mm. prideful for. Mm. You know what I mean? You're not doing it because you're trying to show off, you're doing Mm. it because you've actually reached a milestone where people respect you. And to be honest with you, most of us as men or people, we do this stuff is because we're chasing the respect, respect part of it yeah. and yeah. people can put us in a place in society you gotta mm. remember my whole childhood i was put to the outcast mm. i was seen as a nobody mm. so as soon as i got resources i got a nice car nice thing mm. you're gonna respect me without mm. even opening my mouth yes 
Yes. And that's what I that's what I desired more. And the clothes and the money and the car and the whatever, whatever was just a tool. Yeah. Yes. That was all yes. it is. I would just desired respect. That's mm. all I wanted. Wow, yeah. That's it's, it's, it's that desire to be accepted as well, right? Yeah, wanted to yeah. be accepted. Yeah. yeah, that's what you wanted that's, to that's, be. No, thank you for that, Tay, man. That's just honest, man. And yeah. I'll definitely say this at the end, man. But no, God bless you, man, because you've been you've been through it, like, um, and you can be anywhere else. And I know we haven't even got to the end of your story or anything, yeah. but. Just want to take that moment, man. Just Thank say God you, man. bless you, man. Because it could definitely be different right, ways. Sideways, and it has man. gone different ways, yeah, up, but yeah. you're where you yeah, are yeah. now. Yeah. So um you're obviously playing in, 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 in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's that going? Oh, it's going excellent, by the way. I'm getting because at this point, obviously, I'm in a so where I was living in Mexico, the team I played with, they put some like really good accommodation. So we kind of were put in a place where the diaspora, you know, mm. and Mexico again has extreme wealth and extreme poverty. Mm. You know what I mean? I know everyone talks about the cartel, but there's there's more to Mexico than just cartel guys. Oh, you know, those films you watch, <laughs> it's not just that. So there are, you know, farming oh, towns, it's a big country. It's there's a lot of stuff going on yeah. there. You know what I mean? So anyway, playing for the for the team where, you know, at the 23s level, 21s level, you know, I still haven't reached first team at this at this point. Mm-hmm. But I'm still striving, you know, this is kind of what I want to do as a career and so on and so on, right? So, you know, I got to travel to all these places because it's a big country. I'm playing, mm. you know, we're traveling business class. Mm. I've never experienced this. Of course. Bro, I'm in business class, bro. And we're going into places where like you get on a bus, you get into these places and you're getting on like literally almost like private planes, you wow. know, and your whole team is going to play, you'll play, you're staying nice, Hilton, the Marriott, mm. the W, all these nice hotels. The first mm. time I'm experiencing that. I didn't experience this in, in, in Belgium or in the UK because I wasn't at that level yet. So this is the first time I'm seeing this. And I'm with adults. Some adults, you know, they're in the 20s, like 26, 27, mm. some in the 30s, some had families mm. all over the world kind of mixing in. They get injured, they come and play down. Mm. So I got to meet these people. And then the pressure, oh my God, the pressure of having nice cars mm. and all these things. These guys, the South American boys, put it on me, man. Okay. <laughs> Their pressure is getting yeah. worse. <laughs> so I said, you know what? Yeah, I made a couple of mistakes. I'm going to save some money, yeah. whatever, whatever. You know, I'm good, this, this. So I'm going to get, at these times, I just got like a rental car, which is almost the same as a lease now, isn't it? Yeah. because you don't know how long you're going to be there, right? Yeah. So okay, I've yeah. got myself like just, um, I remember it was just like a Toyota, just a small Toyota. Yeah. And then you go to training and everybody, they're like, bruv, what's going on, man? Okay, wow. And then at first they're like, okay, cool. You know, his money hasn't come. Yeah. But then after six months, they're like, bruv, like, what's happening? You know what okay. I mean? Like, what's going on? They're like, nah, man. So they started putting, they're like, Tane, what, you ain't got it? Life is hard like that, bruv. And they're putting it onto me. Wow. So, I, so I'm thinking, oh, nah, man, I don't want to make the, the mistakes. I've been given advice. At this time, I'm getting a bit more, yeah. a bit more smart about money. Yeah. But it got to me. So at this point, money was good. I went and bought, bought a Porsche Carrera, okay. black Porsche Carrera. Okay. I spent 65,000 US dollars on it. Uh, Cash. Geez. I didn't know. But you know what, though? You just spoken of that pressure is real. It's that's all you're crazy. Bro, I'm not, seeing Range Rovers. I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, because, you know, the money's comparison to what you're making at the time. So I said, you know what? Listen, man, they're like, okay, cool. And the reason I bought it, because yeah. there was a, a couple of the older guys, they got, you know, they left and went to a different country. They yeah. wanted quick money just to get, the car was like a hundred grand car, 110 yeah. grand car. Yeah. So he said, listen, give me 60 for it. I know you're a young kid mm-hmm. and whatever it is, what it is. So and I, I gave him the money for it. <laughs> I came to training. I felt good. I'm doing mad speed limits on the motorway with some of my teammates. Come Matt on. Listen, oh, I do not day. regret it. It was I one of the best cars I ever had. 
What was the leather Carrera 9S? It was black, had red leather seats. At this time, it was excellent. <laughs> People saying, oh, you need to be smart. Cars depreciating value. I do not care. I'm not listening to none of that. The way it made me feel when I went to the petrol station and the fuel tank is at the front, you open it. But they're just saying, oh, nice car. That feeling, yeah, of appreciation and respect. And now yeah. you're somebody in the world. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's yes. high. It's yeah. almost like a drug. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, lie yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it really is though. Right? Right? It, it definitely is just like a drug. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, man. So that, again, I know you're saying about your car mistakes. Yeah, that was my mistake, man. I just, I just, <laughs> I just bought it. But again, I don't feel guilty about no, it. No, 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 but do you know what? Do you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, so go on, Jack. yeah I was going to say, I don't actually see my purchase of, of the Audi A5 as, a, as an actual mistake. Yeah. Uh, because the truth of the matter is, yes, it was not the best thing I could have done with the yeah, money yeah. in terms of financial decisions. Yeah. But at the time of buying the car, I actually did have the means to buy it. Right. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't going to yeah, go yeah, bankrupt yeah. after buying the car. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, so I could actually afford it. And that's it, Jack. So you said the right thing. It, it might not be the best decision with your money at the time, but you had the means. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Ten, you had the means. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's why your guys were yeah, saying, Yo, yeah, what's yeah, up? what's going on? Yeah. So anyway, fast forward. Fast forward, obviously, after my two years, um, you know, I started like really wanting to kind of, I started thinking about career out after that because, and again, you know, I'd probably say I spent 90% of the money that I had in, in Mexico, like full works, like yeah. Louis Vuitton bags, the yeah. whole lot, just spending money on crazy watches because everybody had it. Yeah. So it wasn't because I wanted it. I didn't really mm. care for it. I'm not mm. really a materialistic guy, mm. but everybody had it and I wanted to fit in. I didn't wow. want that feeling in primary school, moving as a refugee wow. to fill out a place. So that's what drove my purchases. Wow. It wasn't because of the material. I didn't care for it. Mm. I, I gave it away. Mm. Even my wife still bit at me. She's like, oh, I wish I knew then you could have given me these bags, <laughs> whatever, whatever. I did not care for it. I'd buy it or give it away. Yeah. And I was just a giver naturally. Wow. My thing is, well, bruv, listen, we might get, sh- my whole thought process, we might get shipped out to another country and you leave everything behind. So just if I got it, if I'm on the table and there's food, everybody eat, just yeah, welcome. Yeah, just yeah, everybody yeah, have yeah, some. Yeah. I don't really care for it. Wow. And that's man. that's still my approach yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Still my approach today. <laughs> so yeah, just, I guess, you know, just to move forward again. Now I left Mexico, my contract is up, whatever. Um, and then again, I actually end up selling the Porsche to um, uh, one of the younger teammates. Mm. Um, so I got a little bit of money back. I, yeah. I think I sold it to him for about 45K okay. um, yeah. at the time. So I got a little bit of money back after having it for about two years. Um, so anyway, I had that, that little bit of money. But then I realized all that time with the resources I made, that was all I had. Mm. I spent everything. Mm. Jeez. I spent everything. And I just like, how? Mm. You know? Oh, no. Yeah, send money to family, this, yeah. this, whatever, whatever. And, and it just became, you know what I mean? Just like give, 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 give. Mm. But I didn't have any boundaries or self-discipline. So mm. I just get anyone who asks, I just give. I don't really mm. care because it's, it's coming next week. It's not a problem. You get, get, mm. Every two weeks you get paid. Mm. It's not a problem. And I, I always felt like, let me help and help others, others because mm. I never had. So let them enjoy it as well with yeah. me, which is a blessing and a curse at the same time. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now that finishes... And I get in contact with PFA and I'm like, oh, I want to do my coaching licenses, right? So they said, there's a program at University of Bath. This is around 2009 time. Mm. And they said, okay, well, there's a one-year program. You can go do like your coaching licenses, like level one, level two, do your UA for B, but it's a year program. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll go there. And then after the year, I'll get back onto the playing thing. Mm. So I came to University of Bath. And obviously, again, 
you got to take in consideration all the stuff that I've just experienced. And then I'm now living with students. Mm. And these people are saying, oh, you know, we haven't got any money. You know, we got to make our student loan stretch. This was foreign to me. Okay. Foreign. This is you telling me I got three grand for three months. Yeah. And I got to pay my rent first. I got 400 pound a week, uh, yeah. 400 pound a month to yeah. live. I'm like, ah, this is, this is beyond poverty. This what is extreme this? poverty. <laughs> you forgot where you can. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of, you know, I didn't understand that. Yeah, cool. And at university is where I met where I met my where my met my current wife Christine yeah, yeah, she yeah. was doing mechanical engineering at the time at university of well so obviously we shout out Christine Christine shout out to Christine to my wife Christine, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway shout out to my Ghanaian <laughs> wife you know um but yeah so I think just to kind of get back on track is I went there again the purpose of it is to go there and I met her and then after I finished um I after that year I left and came back to London mm. and I started looking for clubs and stuff mm. like that and you know was in the non-league circuit would play for a couple, couple clubs here but still wasn't kind of really finding anything you know what I mean so at that point I got an, uh, I got a, a coaching opportunity but the coaching opportunity was to to play and also coach at the same time mm. um so a couple of voluntary things here at Fulham and then at Spurs, you know, doing work in football in the community and stuff like that. Just to kind of, you know, as I'm, I was still young at that time, 22, maybe mm. 21, 22. Um, so I get an opportunity to go to the States at this point. So um, they make a call to Chicago and the, the club in Chicago find the MLS um, at this time. So anyway, makes the call. I go there. I was supposed to only go for six months, um, go there for a couple of months, come back. And then I get like a four year contract there coaching contract mm. again you know the money was quite good and so on and so on so I, I said you know what let me do that and i was still playing because over there i was still playing in the second division and the third division making a little bit of money not the same as before but then this is where i kind of had to be a little bit better i was like you know what god's given opportunity in belgium i blew it in mexico i blew it yeah. in america i get a third time now to actually have a little bit of money mm. and then i started to wise up a little bit mm. you know what i mean i'm not gonna spend it all and so on and so on be a little bit more smart and then I bought my first property while I was out there. I was like 23, 24, because some of my other teammates were doing it as well. And mm. I was like, oh, I can get a mortgage and so on and so on. So I bought my first property around 23, 24. Wow. In Chicago. US, right? In Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, yeah. Chicago, come on. So um, again, was on the coaching circuit, you know, moving around. Now I'm working with the youth teams, working my way through, did my coaching licenses over there. They're equivalent to B license and my A license. Um, and then about two years in while I was there, Christine moved to the US and she was there. Christine's my wife, by the way. Um, and she was in um, Los Angeles with her father and mm. she was studying. She's, I think she's doing a master's degree and so on. And then after about a year into it, she came over to Chicago and mm. was was with me um, mm. in Chicago. <clears throat> right. So, yeah, um, fast forward to, let's say, 2015. No, 14, 15, about mm. three years over there. Um, my two younger brothers moved to the US with me mm, because nice. I've seen they were living in that place, Strawberryville, again, and that environment wasn't good. I've seen some of these friends go into the care system and so mm. on. So I told my mom, listen, man, like, I'm making decent money. We can put them in private school, whatever, whatever, mm. or like, you know, good school if it's not private school. So I, I, I'm 25, at this, mm. no, 25. And my brother's 14 and my sister's 13. Mm. I was like, 
right, cool, let them come live with me. Not wow. realizing, from London yeah, not realizing yeah. the responsibility. Yeah. Like, yeah, everything changes at that point. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Now they got their own room. I got to make sure the medical stuff because it's not like NHS say you got to pay everything's private. Cool. Yeah. Take that. She's got swimming lessons, or you know, she becomes part of the polo team. My brother's, you know, was we got took him out of the academy here. Mm. He joined Chicago Fire where I was at at the time. So now it's I'm just enjoying, just starting to enjoy life, be yeah. responsible. Yeah. Boom, I get hit with that. But it parent, was even, yeah, became yeah. a parent, mm. you know, for years, you know. Thankfully, you know, my brother is that you now, my sister, then moved on a little bit older. But for like a three year period, I was a full time parent, a yeah. parent from yeah. 25 to 28. Mm. And it was hard work, bro. Because they were teenagers, 13, 14, 15, 16. They're growing every three, four months, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my salary's coming in, but it's all going on these people because mm. everything's private. Mm. It's not like the UK where we've got the the the, the, the NHS and, that can and help mm. you a little bit. Yeah. It's all you and it's based on your salary. And I hit the threshold. I think mm. it's low. It's like over like 50 or 60K. Okay. Everything after that is all on you. Wow. You know what I mean? Per household, right? And then at this time, uh, after two, three years in, my wife, Christine, comes in. She's also living with us um, in the house and so on. And I'm trying to raise them and also trying to have a relationship with, obviously, my wife these times. You know, as the, the pressure's on, you know. Yeah. See, we've been yeah. together for time. Yeah. When is marriage? When is marriage? When is marriage? Yeah. Jack, mm-hmm. you know this. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, it's one of those. For all the women that are out there, but again, what I was dealing with, it was, okay, let me improve myself, help my brothers. I wasn't even thinking like that. But again... <laughs> And in hindsight, all right, you've been with someone for that long. You've got to make a decision. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes. Move forward or let them go. Yeah. So that kind of put a little bit of strain. And again, these things were like, there was a little bit of enjoyment and success, but all across my journey, one thing I will say that there was so much failure and so much change mm. all the time. Mm. And it caused so much stress. Yeah. And my mentality is just keep moving on with it, but not realizing all the damaging I never ever sat down to speak to anybody about my pr- previous experiences, how things have affected wow. me. Mm. I never knew about this. Then people are telling me, oh, mental health awareness. And all yeah. this. Bro, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know what, bro, I'm not listening to none of this. Get yeah, out of here, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah. Deal yeah. with it. Be a man. I was like, this is life. This it is, is what life. it is. Deal yeah. with it. Here's what it is. I've dealt with it. You deal mm. with it. Mm. If you don't like it, don't come at me, whatever. Don't be weak. Mm. But again, mm. I was just um practicing the behavior that i saw yeah of course don't be weak be yeah. man deal with it mm. if you can't deal with it then get out then this is only for winners mm. that's it mm. and again not now being a bit more educated about it and all the you know the negatives and positives mm. about it and stuff and being open to it i understand it more mm. and i was under constant stress for so long mm. pretty much most of my life right? yeah and then now again you know now i'm with these guys they're in school they're doing well you know now my brother actually still lives in the states and my sister's back here so they're doing well he's still in football and so on um and fast forward 2018 uh the whole trump thing comes in power wow so this is another thing yeah at this point like i i just lost my job about maybe five six no probably like five months before that Mm. working with a small club and so on and so on and the whole trump thing comes on and the biggest thing, you know, mind my, you know, my English, but you, you guys know how he used to speak about Africans. Mm. And I was born in Sudan. And mm. till today, Sudan is on the list mm. in America. Sudan, Iraq, Iran, Syria, whatever. Mm. Because it's associated with terrorism. Of course. And yeah. it's a breeding ground because it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a bridge between the Middle East and North Africa and Europe. It's an it's a, it's a open country, mm. right? So that affects me. We move back to the UK. 
and my brothers are in school. They're they're in college now, so everything is done. My job is done. Um, we come back to the UK, and then now I'm now after after living like this with all these resources, I left my place in the states. I had like a, a renter in the place and property, whatever. By this point, I had like two properties over there, so it was okay financially. Mm. But then I end up back in 2018. In my in in one of the small rooms in my mum's house in Finchley, mm. the place I tried to run away yeah, from. Yeah, Jeez, man! Yeah, wow. After you've gone through all of that in yeah. life, all of the yeah, those, and I'm those, like 29 yeah. at this point. Wow, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm there, and obviously, like you know, um, at this point, we've done the traditional wedding. We've gone to Ghana yeah. and whatever, and obviously, the plan is to get married in the future and so on and so on. So me and my wife are now back in with my mum. You mm. know what I mean? So. And that was a low point for me for like yeah. a year. Mm. I was depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. bro, I could buy anything I want. I was mm. traveling first class, like travel. Mm. I was, I could literally, I was living my best life. Mm. Now I've got no income. Mm. I've got no job. I've got nothing. I'm living in my mom's house. Mm. I ain't got a car at this point. And like my resources were tied up in the house. I had no money. Yeah. yeah. I was broke, bro. Yeah. And I was like, what is wow. going the on? Shock. The and shock. My mind was scrambling. I was mm. depressed, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Yeah? And Christine tried to encourage me. She did the best she could, but it's hard, bro. If especially when you've tasted that and experienced that, yeah. how do you bounce back from that? Mm. How do you bounce back from that? And yeah. that's where the failure bit. So I was like, mm. all right, cool. And then I had one of my friends, Toby, used to chat to me. He's like, you've done it before, you can jump onto it, whatever. But I couldn't, I wasn't listening to that. You're thing. not hearing it like that. I'm not hearing that. I'm mm. not hearing none of that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, how am I here with no money and I've got two properties in the States? Yeah. And, these, and these times on Airbnb, they're making money, but yeah. they're all just going into mortgage, but I've got no job. Okay. Mm. My wife's saying, oh, I apply for jobs. I apply for a job at I worked for like three hours and I quit. I went yeah. to manager. I said, I can't do this. Yeah, are you joking you guys, me? You, I've <laughs> are you joking me? I went to the manager. I said, are you joking me? So you pay these people £7 an hour and you make £60 a day. And this, are you, you're yeah. joking. Get out of here. I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah. And then I applied for another job. I went to a health club. I lasted like about a week. I said, I can't do this. There's no way. Like this is, I can't do this. I'm like, again, prior to this, I never really had a, a normal job. You've not, yeah, I've never yeah, had a, a normal yeah. job. So speaking to families and stuff, maybe you have to start a business, but you need money to start a business. Yeah. So I loads of ideas, started putting stuff pen to paper and so on and so on. It's like formulating ideas and so on. And this time I got back onto the reading and educating myself heavily, mm. really, really, really heavily. Mm. And that kind of helped me a little bit. Like, okay, cool. This is just a temporary situation. Get yourself whatever. And then actually, no. Then the last thing, what broke my back from employment completely was after those two jobs. So it was, um, and then the, the second job and the third job was, uh, I did a Christmas tent. Okay. That yeah. is, think <laughs> of that. You're walking up and down these places. You're picking things up. Your back hurts. Bro, I had an Apple watch on at the time. I was doing maybe 13 to 14 kilometers a day. Wow. Jeez. And it's Jeez. all commission based and your salary is so low. Bro, yeah. and the thing is, I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit the targets, hit the targets, yeah, use it to yeah. get fit. And after about two weeks of it, they're like, oh, Mr. Dan, you're only hitting like, you know, 60 to 70 items per an hour. For those of you guys that have worked in the warehouse before, yeah. 60, 70 items, some people are doing like 150, 160 okay, items. Yeah. So like, listen, we can't keep you, you got to fire you. Yeah. I was like, ah, yeah. you guys, the disrespect, <laughs> you're paying me 10 pounds an hour, and now you're going <laughs> to fire me. No, this is not happening. This is not, ha this is not happening. There's no way. They're like, oh, no, nah, you know, whatever, it's right, hey. 
I'm yeah. like, so how much did they, how much, you know, and bro, I was losing my mind. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I walked outside and these times, yeah, I didn't even have a car still. Mm. So Christina had to pick me up. Okay. And the play, I lived in Finchley and the, the, the place was in Hemel Hempstead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was quite far, which is in Hertfordshire. So I think, you know, she'll come and pick me up, drop me off, whatever, yeah. whatever. Wow. And like, obviously she's got a career job. She's in a yeah, career yeah. now at the time. So I was in a low place, man. I was in a mm. low place. I, I was like, nah, I've got to go back to what I was, what, what I'm good at. You mm. know what I mean? What I'm good at mm. uh, again. So I started playing around, whatever. And full circle again, um, I had a friend who like I grew up with, he was a physiotherapy at Arsenal Football Club at the mm. time. And, you know, he said, oh, you know, there's a job opportunity working on the girl's side and the boy's side at like under eights, nines, tens. You know, it was a good way to come in. This is a part-time job, you know, kind of help you and it might help you grow. So anyway, he helped me, spoke to them, applied for the job, got the job. Yeah, still doing two, three days a week or whatever. It wasn't, but my dignity came back. Mm. I was, Jax, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was losing my mind. I was like, I've done all of this. Why have I left Sudan? Now I'm up and down doing this. This Jeez, is man. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to take. It must be so hard to take when you just look so back. Hard. So yeah, not too long ago, just, you're flying. My mind, and, and at these times, I stopped exercising. Okay. And this is the yeah. first time I stopped exercising as a kid. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah, as an yeah. adult, I'm training maybe four or five hours a day and I've stopped exercising. Okay. So I put on weight. Of course. That's why you couldn't do the shift properly. Your back was killing you. I was carrying the weight. <laughs> I was starting to get a belly, belly starting to look like uncle. I was like, nah, this is what is going on? Even my, mom was, even my mom was saying, listen, man, things you need to slow down on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's not what I was eating. My food consumption stayed the same, but my workload dropped of course yeah. yeah you know what i mean wow so yeah that was some of again that was some of like my low points whatever and then eventually you know things got a little bit better and then i got a job at watford you know um now started making a little bit more money and so on things got a little bit better pandemic hit mm. this is a two-year period so i lost my job that mm. during that period of time um, and then, you know, I had a connection at Peterborough, applied for a job, oh, got a job there. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, like the last year and a half, two years, which fast forward to 2020, you know, um, I got a job at Peterborough and yeah. obviously been working there back in the academy system and, you know, making my okay money there and stuff like yeah. that. And over the time, you know, I've done different things business-wise with people in my home country and so on. Yeah. So I've been able to generate a little bit more money, mm. um, and then also, you know, I know a lot of, this is just to add to it. I know, we've, you know, you've got a couple of questions, mm. but just to add to it, during the pandemic, for me, Percy, was probably the best two years in maybe the last 10 years for me. Mm. Reason being is, you know, I was able to sell one of the properties in the States. Okay. And then I took all that money and bought a house, a family house for me and my wife here. Okay. Yeah, in the okay. UK, uh, in the St. Albans area. So we bought like a, a, a four, three, four bedroom house there. You know, nice house, big garden, whatever. Lovely home, man. Lovely yeah, home, you know, man. it's all right. It's something, it's something small. <laughs> something small, you know. But again, I was able to do that because of that first investment I did in a property when yes. I was 324. Wow. But I didn't know. It was just, wow. I didn't have that financial J side of things. Jax, at the time. Imagine, imagine those investments, you, as Chengs just said, you don't even know that. At the time. You, you're, that is, is going to provide an, an ROI, man. How yeah. important is it for people that don't well you obviously we need to make you know informed decisions but how is it important to get invested as early as possible 
Well, you know, we, we all know that generally speaking, asset prices tend to go up over time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we know the power of compounding. We've even got an episode on it where, mm-hmm. you know, when we look at compounding, uh, time is a huge component of, of, of compounding and growing uh, returns. Yeah. So the earlier you start, the better. And it seems that that's what Tang's done, even though he might have not been extremely conscious of the decision he was making in the form of, of an investment, it's yeah. paid off. And and one thing he said earlier on was he said um, he was doing it because other people were doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's the thing sometimes when you're in a right environment, yeah, yes. right, you just start to benefit from the, so the things that other people are doing right as well. Whether it's positive or negative. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's in the right environment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So I guess kind of, you know, I think just kind of fast forwarding just that I know before you guys and that's that's kind of how I was you know like I said it was the best two years I think for me personally because you know um, I start doing like a little bit of like delivery work in between because there's nothing going on I start working out doing a home workout the 5k to cap the couch to 5k thing started getting fit so I started you know things were getting back into place again you know but again you know the property over there had pre- appreciated in so much value at the mm-hmm. time and you know what i mean uh, and then at that around the same time when i bought that's when i started getting introduced to the s&p 500 and the okay, stock market yeah, i yeah. didn't know about it yeah, yeah, some of my yeah, yeah. some of my teammates and work colleagues they were pumping so much money into it wow. and i was like ah, let me put something small small yeah, over there yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i came back like eight years later yeah. i couldn't believe yeah. my eyes <laughs> i said i'm back i'm back it's time for a porsche again i'm back <laughs> I'm That's back. back. Listen, I couldn't believe it because it was a myth to me. I was like, "How? Yeah. Man, I gave you this small amount, and yeah. all of this time, and this time, all this stuff was going on. Yeah. And this is when the um, recession was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, so you got it at a good yeah, time. So I got it cheap, wow. and the property was cheap yeah, because yeah, the person yeah. I bought the house off was underwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. I bought it with them. So obviously, when I came to sell, and obviously, you know, came to sell and stuff, kept it, left a bit in in the states or whatever yeah. with um, with Charles Schwab, which. Um, yes, yes, yes. I kept my yeah. stuff in the states. Yeah, yeah. Equiv- what is that equivalent to here in the UK? Like um, uh, Charles Schwab. Charles Schwab is quite similar to like Hargreaves Lands down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So anyway, put something over there, and again, you know, it put me in a good place. Now we bought the home, and it kind of made me feel, gave me that respect and dignity again. Mm. You know what I mean? Even though my wife was working, she had a full time job, and so mm. on and so on. But just that one investment was able to help us with the purchase of the house. Yeah. We didn't worry about the deposit. We even put a little bit more just to help us, yeah. you know, so our, our payments a bit low and so on. Um, and at the same time as well, I, my daughter was born in 2021. Oh my, so my daughter was born in 2021. Which Congratulations, man. Yeah, thank oh you, man. Oh so I've got Sudanese Ghanaian baby. Oh Come on. So we got, uh, you know, so again, that was, again, but this was all happening at such a fast pace. Yeah. Mm. I never got an opportunity to really reflect on it, mm. you know, and we're supposed to, you know, we did it, like I said earlier on, we did the traditional wedding um, in Ghana and so on, did a little something for the family, but we wanted to do like a white wedding for like mm. our friends and so on and so on. And it was planned from back in the day, like 2018, 19, yeah. we weren't able to get round of it. But again, you know, from the, the, the sale or the proceeds from the house, I was able to kind of put a little bit aside. And then wow. in 2021, actually, my daughter was born in April and we ended up doing the 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 wedding in Santorini, Greece. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was nice, man. Yeah. That's all Christine's preparation. Yeah, 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 but yeah. bro, it was nice. Expensive, but yeah. it was nice. Oh, listen, <laughs> enjoyment, max. I'm telling you, it was so good, man. Jackson just had a so wedding, good. so he can relate. Yeah, so you can relate. 
Oh, but I can. Then, I can definitely relate. Yeah, so again, <laughs> it wasn't a Santorini, but I can relate. Yeah, so it was good. It was like in a resort, whatever. It was really, really nice and everything. You know, the pictures and the videos and stuff, will, you know, can attest to that. So anyway, again, so that, again, the baby, uh, the, the wedding and then the house, you know, we bought like two new cars as well because now we're kind of settled in. But that, again, that was all from just that one investment wow. because everybody was kind of doing it yeah. and still had a little bit left over, whatever. Yeah. Christine's still working. Yeah. So it kind of put a little bit, took off a little bit of pressure off yeah. us yeah. at the time. So I know people were struggling, people on furlough and stuff. But for me, those two years from 2020, 2021, 2022, it was excellent. Wow. I enjoyed life. I Do you know what? I, I Just to add to that, I was actually thinking about it the other day, you know, um, I was sat in my living room and what my wife asked me, what am I thinking about? I was just staring yeah. into the sky, yeah. uh, daydreaming. And she said, are you okay? What are you thinking about? And I said, I know the past two years generally for like- the Majority. The majority has been very, very difficult. Yeah. But for me, I've- this has been a great two time. years. Yeah, yeah. I've bought my family home. Yeah. Same and I've gotten me. married. Man, in two yeah, years. Yeah. Like, so I've actually had a good two years, you know. Congratulations. On, man, yeah. You're on the same boat as me. So I didn't yeah. feel it. I didn't feel yeah. it the same way, you know. Yeah. 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 Wow. So yeah, again, you know, going, like yeah. I said, just uh, you know, kind of get now we're coming up to current and so on. Um, and it's again, like it was such a success, I think, for me. But I almost felt embarrassed when people are saying, oh, I lost my job. I almost kind of kept my mouth shut. Wanna, yeah, I kept quiet like because it sounded like you're, like, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're bragging, but I actually yeah. really had a good time. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, you know, started off the Peterborough thing. It was kind of almost in a part-time thing. And obviously, you know, things progressed over a period of time. But I'm starting to feel good about myself. And even though, as you've obviously heard my story from beginning to end, it's been from absolute nothing to mm. absolute up to mm. absolute down to absolute up. Mm. Like I haven't really experienced the middle ground. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't experience university life. Mm. I didn't experience all of that stuff, the normal college. I didn't experience mm. yeah. normal normal education. Job. I didn't normal, normal yeah. job. Yeah. I, I couldn't. You guys need to sort out. <laughs> You need to sort it out. For real. I'm calling them out right now. We need to figure this out because that is modern day slavery. Actually. And do you, do you know about the, the thing about slavery? The thing about slavery uh, is what is if, if that's all you know, you don't see as slavery. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, many people working yeah. in these companies getting paid absolute yeah. minimum wages. They don't yeah. know what they know is hard, but they don't know is is how yeah. difficult absolutely. it is and how life could be. Absolutely. So yeah, and that obviously kind of you know the story kind of brings us up to 2020, uh, 2021, 22, 23, yeah. and obviously you know I've. I know we've been on here for a while, nah, but on, it's, it's good to, really good, to no share with time. you guys, you know, how, you know, how my journey has yeah. been. And it will be good, obviously, you know, now to kind of delve into, you know, some of your questions mm. and Jack's yourself as well um, as, as the host and be able to kind of answer some of the mm. things. Because I know you guys had a few things mm. lined up and I can try to answer them based on my experiences. No, and absolutely, how things are man. Through it, First you know? of all, Tang, just a massive thank you for sharing and obviously I've known you for 10 plus years. I can't yeah. remember the exact date, 10 yeah. plus years. Um, obviously, um, you, your wife, and baby girl now, obviously, yeah. you go to the same church as yeah, well. Yeah, I've been doing so uh, for that period of time as well. And there's some stuff that you uh, said that I wasn't aware of. So yeah, I've learned yeah. a, a fair bit um, about you as well. So now thank you first and foremost for being open and vulnerable because it's not easy to share yeah, any yeah. story me yeah. I, you know me i'm a fairly private person yeah, unless you yeah. ask me directly yeah, that's yeah. when i answer but so now nah, just god bless you for sharing because 
Jax, I don't know about you. Obviously, you've spoken to us as well. And there's just so many things that we can kind of empathize with and learn from. And then most importantly, um, our listeners as well. So yeah, like, God yeah. bless you for that. Yeah. Um, you've obviously, in terms of your journey, you've spoken about the highs and the lows. Yeah. And you've spoken about some of the failures. Very quick, well, in your opinion, when you think of some of those failures, the mm. lows, how do you embrace failure? Do you see it as a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What's your views on failure in general? So for a long time, 